Greetings, Christian Faith Baptist Church disciples, saints of the Most High God. Welcome to another evening of Bible study as we gather um, to break bread, meaning break bread, meaning the Word of God together. We share in uh, growing in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and it's an exciting time as we uh, dive into God's Word. Um, some of you were already, uh, we were already together in prayer, and uh, just let me say up front again, what a, a great time we are having as we uh, join our hearts and voices together in, in prayer. We are, we are blessed people of God because we serve a living and a true God. So that was a uh, shameless plug for prayer at 630. Uh, for those that can, uh, if it felt like judgment, I, I apologize. I just uh, I just enjoy our time together um, as we pray together. So just as a reminder, from 6.30 to 6.50, if you can, please join us for prayer. Amen. Amen. Great mm -hmm. things happen mm -hmm. when the people of God pray. And that's what I'm going to do right now. Father God, thank you for another night of us being of our being together as a body of believers. We love you. We love uh, to be with the, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, we love your word and we want to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We want to be challenged. Lord, we want to grow. Um, and Lord, if there's some things in our life or as there are some things in our life that needs to be changed. Uh, may your word open up our hearts and mind, and may we have repentant hearts to turn our hearts totally toward you, and may we amen. be equipped for amen. every good work in Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. 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 So as I mentioned, we are going to go into the book or the letter, uh, Paul's letter to the church at Rome, and I'm excited about this because it is um, the letter to Rome, uh, to the church at Rome, is considered um, by many Paul's theological treatise. It is so weighty. Um, the bulk of um, uh, our theological or our beliefs like faith and grace redemption, all of that is uh, outlined in the letter um, to the Romans. And so as we go through, we're going to take our, our time. Um, I want to tell you up front that we'll probably, uh, we'll, like I said, we're going to take our time and we'll probably have gaps um, and we'll miss because I think it's going to take several, not think, I know it's going to take several weeks. And so we may, like, for example, we may have some other emphasis during um, Advent or so we'll, we'll see where that goes. But um, just uh, as the expression goes, get your popcorn ready and we're ready to uh, get get into the, the Paul's letter to um, the church at Rome. Couple of announcements. Uh, we do have a hike on Saturday, nine o'clock at Durant Park Nature Preserve. I think Durant Nature Preserve, um, that's at nine o'clock. So come with your hiking shoes. 
Uh, I think it's Camp Durant Road off of Durant Road off of Capitol Boulevard. So you'll you can look it up, but it's this Saturday, nine o'clock, and it should be a nice morning for us to exercise, physical exercise together. Um, in terms of for the uh, month of September, just for your planning, um, we will not have a prayer or Bible study on the 23rd of this month, which is the day before Thanksgiving. So you can put that on your, your schedules. Uh, so just as you're planning ahead, haven't really made decisions on which Wednesday or Wednesdays we won't meet during the Christmas season, um, more to follow on that. Um, some of you may know have uh, access or have had access to Right Now Media. Um, normally I would ask for a show of hands, but if you do not have Right Now access to Right Now Media, either through uh, the church office or through um, Christian education, that should be able to inform you how to get access to Right Now Media. And the reason why I'm saying that is uh, as I was doing some preparation uh, for this study, there is a host of studies within Right Now Media that uh, will be could be helpful just to get a lot of the background information. So some of the things that I will be talking about um, this evening uh, come from some of those studies, as well as um, some of you may have study Bibles. And in your study Bibles, there are usually in the beginning of a letter or a book, there's an overview. And I would encourage you to uh, use that as well. And because that is where I'll be coming from today. So much of what I'm going to be discussing is gonna, I'm going to be using from the NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible. And so I'm going to be using a lot of their material tonight to, to set the stage as we go through Paul's letter to the, the church at, at Rome. Uh, let me go back to Right Now Media. So there was, there was one um, that I looked at. It was called, can't remember, but it was the day of discover sorry day of discovery and it was there it was on the dawn of christianity in rome i may not have the exact title um, day of discovery dawn of christianity in rome so it's a good background on uh how christianity um, a little bit about rome itself but how christianity developed and grew um, in during the Roman Empire from early on up through a certain time. So I think that's a, a one that's helpful. I did not watch it all the way through, so I can't vouch for all of the content, but from, but from what I've watched the first um, 30, 40 minutes or so, it's uh, some good information. So I would encourage you, and along with uh, that particular video, uh, there were about three or four others that I kind of sifted through um, good information uh, for you to take advantage of. Um, and the reason why, and, and some of the other uh, Sunday school classes, et cetera, have used uh, Right Now Media. And so it is a resource that's available to us. And you don't have to wait uh, to take advantage of that um, only during a uh, Sunday school class or during Bible study. 
but you can use it for your own personal devotion or study. Lots of good videos and good information um, as you um, desire to grow in our Christian walk. And you can look it up by, um, by books of the Bible or just type in a topic. So bring you to a lot of things. So again, another plug for something that we are annually paying for. And so, um, and I'm, I'm pretty um, impressed with the uh, content. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a good tool um, for us to use. And so, as I mentioned, let Paul's letter to, to the church at Rome, um, we have gone through, this is the, actually the last one of Paul's letter. This is the one that we have not uh, gone into as of yet. So if you go back uh, since, um, so since 2018 is when I first started teaching Bible study near the end, um, Dr. Cooper, uh, we were tag teaming teaching from 1 Corinthians and then we went through um, First Corinthians, all the way through the other letters. And I won't say I saved the best for last, um, but I certainly saved the most weighty, in my opinion, the most weighty uh, for last. So there's going to be a lot of information coming forward. Um, let, let me go ahead and read the first seven verses to kind of set the stage. And then I'll, again, as I mentioned, I'm using uh, information from the NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible uh, to give some of the background. Um, uh, and I guess I should also give a plug for um, the various apps that you have on your Bible. So I use Bible Gateway um, to do some of my uh, study. And so they have various Bibles and translations. And so this is where I've um, been getting the information from. Um, so Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 7, and I'm going to go ahead and read. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, who was descended from David, according to the flesh, and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And so um, that kind of sets the framework, and we'll get into a little bit more detail in just a moment. So as you heard from the uh, outset, Paul's letter to the Romans, written by, who's the author? Apostle Paul. Um, so we have in our, like I mentioned, over the course of our study of various letters, we've, I think we have a good uh, background of who, who the Apostle Paul 
is. Um, and so I won't repeat uh, a lot of that. Um, just go back to Acts chapter eight and this kind of Acts eight and nine and just start to learn a little bit more about Paul if you've forgotten some things. Well, let me just give you a quick quiz question. Okay. Hmm. What sect of Judaism did Paul belong to? Does anybody know? He, he belonged to the Pharisees. There we go. Okay. So we, we have some background. Let me um give one more. I hope this one is an easy one. Um hmm. What was Paul's name before his name was changed? Saul. Okay, so we're y'all, y'all know some stuff. I gave you some easy ones. Um maybe I should give you a true or false one. I, I'm just on a roll right now. Um, true or false. Um Saul was in agreement with the stoning of Stephen. True or false? True. True. Okay. Well, okay. True. Enough of the background. So that was the uh, the little introduction back just to whet your appetite or remind you of who the Apostle Paul is. And as we saw from the opening, sometimes when Paul writes a letter, he has a co-author, um, but it's, it's written uh, from... Paul, uh, later on nor the, near the end of the letter, you will see a name is mentioned who actually is his scribe who's writing everything down. Um, but for the most part, this is um, Paul's message to the church at Rome. So the author we are very well aware of. Um, and most of the times you look at, okay, when was it written? Um, who is it written to? Um, and that's found in the, the very first few verses. It's written to, of course, as just mentioned, to the believers um, or the saints in Rome. So that's the destination of the letter. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, one of the things we discover as we read through the, the entire um, letter is that Paul was writing to them and he had not visited this, this church yet. So he was not, um, as you recall, Paul was, um, he went on several, three different missionary journeys and establishes, established churches throughout Asia Minor. That was three, three different trips that he took place. But he did not, um, he had not visited the church at Rome. So when he, this letter is written, he's written to people he has not visited as of yet. So he is conveying a message to them. We'll get into that a little bit more. Um, and what he wants to do is, and, and he'll say this, is that when I get to see you, um, my goal is not only to visit you, but to go on to Spain. So when I get there, it's going to be a stopover. So this is kind of giving his itinerary. We believe, believe it was written either from Corinth or maybe Ephesus. Different uh, studies tell you different things, but it was written 
during probably his last missionary journey before he heads to Jerusalem. He's writing this to Rome and his desire is to visit the believers in Rome and then to really to go on to Spain. So that's his itinerary. Um, he, he never made it to Spain. And what's significant about going to Spain is he has the big picture in mind. Spain was the end of the Roman empire. So he was dreaming big. So let me just say this. It's okay to dream big. As his goal, his sole goal, he took his calling seriously. And he had that call to go to the Gentiles. And he had visited many other places, but he had not visited Rome, nor had he gone on to Spain, which would have been to the, in a sense for them, the end of the earth in terms of the Roman empire. So that was his desire, dreaming big. I want to get there because I have this burden. So what's the burden that we carry? We carry the same burden, and that is the burden commission. Gospel. Thank you. Go making disciples where? Into all the oh, world. So the world. this whole passion of Paul it should be sensed and felt by us as well that that's his desire. My desire is to be a benefit to you, but I, this is a stopover so that I can get on all the way to Spain because they need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ as well. Um, let's see. And I already mentioned who the, the recipients were. And let me just say this, that... Um, you really have to go to the end of the letter to see some of the names of the people that he's writing that probably somewhere along the line he either met as uh, come uh, as co-laborers in various of his travel so he's writing to them and some of the ones that are, are mentioned are women in ministry and others and so he is um, conveying to them his desire to to get to Rome and to be a blessing or mutual beneficial, uh, mutually beneficial to them. So we have the, the author kind of the little bit of the, the background of the itinerary and a little bit of the purpose. And this is where I said before, this is where it kind of gets the weightiness. Um, this, many of you have knowledge of some of the content of Romans. And so this is another quiz time. This is background. So this is quiz time. And this is what some would call a pre-test, finding out what, what do you already know. Um, so if I were to ask you, and this is um, kind of a Bible memory verse, what does Romans 3.23 say? Does anybody know? I'll give you a hint. All have sinned. There we go. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So you know some of this. Oh, if I asked you, what does Romans 6, 23 say? The number four. For the wages of sin is death. There we go. So we already know some of these passages. I skipped chapter five. Therefore, being justified by faith. faith. 
we have peace with God. And it goes on and on. So we we have used these scriptures. Uh, when we do the uh, invitation to the doors of the church, if you believe with your heart and confess with oh, your mouth, okay. that's all from Paul's letter to the Romans. So we use it very often. And we may not uh, just recall how integral and how important the content. So uh, as we read through the letter, one of the things we will find how the main thrust is the gospel. Can I say it again? The main thrust is the gospel of God. The Everybody. Let me hear somebody say everybody. Everybody. Everybody should know. Well, I already mentioned a couple. But Romans 1, 16 and 17. Can somebody read Romans 1, 16 and 17? I will. I am not ashamed okay. of the gospel. Because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. First the Jew, then the Gentile. Then for the Gentile. Verse 17. For in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from the first to the last, just as it was, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Amen. So those two verses, Romans six, Romans chapter one, 16 and 17. You can kind of use that as a launching point of what Paul is trying to convey. A, it's the gospel of God. It is about faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It says there from first to last, from beginning to end. You start in faith and we end in faith, trusting in the Lord. Um, and in that gospel, how do we have a right standing with God? For in it, the righteousness of God is Reveal. So he re he is giving his word to us to reveal to us how we can can walk in victory, how we can be pleasing to God, and we'll see that throughout the letter. But the first part, and again, I won't go into every single um, aspect of an outline. I would just encourage you to um, go to any study Bible. Actually, it'll be better to do it on your own. However, if go to any study Bible and you'll see various uh, outlines uh, that you could use to help you to, to just see how, what the layout, what's, what are the main things. And as, as I've just mentioned, one of the main things is, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for what? salvation to the Jew first and also to the Gentile for in it a righteousness of God is revealed from first to last from beginning to end our faith foundation is in Christ Jesus so and we'll it will be built on throughout the the letter on what this is all about so let me pause there anything that Anyone else would like to, to add just in terms of the background that I may have missed out that maybe you have been 
exposed to. So I, I um, as we go through, um, let me just do a, I'll go back and do a quick outline because it's about faith, how we can be justified. There are some chapters in there. Uh, I forgot to mention this one. Who can separate us from the love of God? Shall no one. Yes. No one. So that's from that's from that's from Romans eight. So we have a whole treasure full of scriptures that we use many times that is found right here in Romans. So hopefully this, as we go through this letter, uh, we will be reacquainted with the content of Romans and see where it all fits together as we embrace the gospel of God. So let's go back to Romans chapter one, beginning at verse one. We read through that just moments ago. Um, Paul, as I mentioned, everybody knows he is an apostle. We are familiar. Well, if you're not familiar that he is an apostle and the calling, again, uh, ask you to go back to Acts chapter nine. Um, but I, I do want to go to that next part, called to be an apostle. And the next part is set apart for what? What is he set apart for? For the gospel of God. For the gospel of God. So very early on, he's talking about the gospel of God, which it is concerning who? Regarding his son. Two things mm -hmm. there. Descendant of David. Mm -hmm. So he reaches back to the history, but it also points to his humanity. Right. Descendant of David. And as John with the John's gospel says, the word became flesh. So it hints at the fact that he is a human like us. But then the next part also that he is the son of God, his divinity. So from very early on, we get a little glimpse of the nature of Christ, his humanity and his divinity just in that opening what I'll call opening sentence or opening verse. So mm -hmm. it's, again, that's part of the things that he will establish and set out for us. And what is his mission? We can look at those that first. What is his mission? Called, set apart for the gospel of God regarding his son, Jesus. What else? Verse four, actually. It's all through four and five, but basically the mission is to go to bring to the Gentiles, bring to the Gentiles. And again, his calling was that as they separated out from Peter and uh, Paul, that, that Paul's mission was to go to the Gentiles. So his target audience, his mission was to go to the Gentiles to bring them the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And so the letter is to Rome, as it mentioned. And what does he say about these believers who they are down in verse six and seven? To all those in Rome who are saints. loved by God. They are saints. They're saints and loved by God. 
Mm -hmm. So this is that's is, this letters in a sense to us as well, reminding us God loves us, and we are saints or set apart as holy. And remember, this is to the Gentiles saying, mm -hmm. "You're not excluded. God loves you." And he has set you apart as well. So that's verses one through seven. That's part of the introduction. Um, this is what Paul usually does in his intro. He talks about himself, talks about his um, how his audience and what his purpose is in the writing. So we all, we see all that in the first seven verses. The pastor, I think he gave his credentials also why he's doing what he was doing. Where, where, where is that? That's up in two about the uh, David, about the son of God. Yes. Him. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. set apart for the gospel for the of God. Gospel. So that's his, mm -hmm. that's that's his, his mission. And, and we talked about, um, again, which he promised beforehand through his holy scriptures. And I, I kind of skipped over that part. But when he's talking about the Holy Scriptures, that's good Old Testament. There we go. And, so and this I, is what I saw is, with the gospel fulfilling the Old Testament. Exactly. So even though he's talking to Gentiles, it's letting them know this is this was God's plan from the very beginning to also include you. So you're not excluded from the plan of God. So this goes way back. This is not an afterthought. But this is what God's plan was all along. So we did some of the background. And again, I encourage you to look at um, the Day of Discovery video. It gives you a lot more background or go into Right Now Media. I can't remember the one, other ones that I looked at, but there's several in there that uh, kind of give you more background and some outline. So any questions so far, just from the intro part and the background part or any other comments that maybe I missed over? Okay, so what, what I'm gonna do is, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and have, can somebody read verses eight through 17 and we'll at least get started. This kind of begins uh, the, the meat of what Paul is going to be talking about. So can somebody read verses 8 through 17? I will. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. For I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making requests, making requests if by some means now at last I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you and I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. That is that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Now, I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often plan to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you also, just as, just as among the other Gentiles. 
I am the debtor, debtor both to the Greeks and the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as it is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first and also the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. So that theme of faith in this first, uh, probably this first five chapters is going to come up over and over again. So that's why I say it's important for us to get grab a hold of uh, verses 16 and 17, because that'll be a main emphasis uh, during um, the, the, the next few chapters. So let's go back to verse 8. And uh, the first couple of verses there from 8 through 10, what, are this, what is the sense, what is the feeling um, that you get when you hear um, these first few words that Paul is writing um, to these believers? Is it familiar? One of Thanksgiving. Okay. It is, there's a, to me, a sense of excitement. There's Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. He is looking forward to being there with them. Um, so there's a sense, and there's a sense of, I'll use the word pride, because what he says there first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because what? Your faith is proclaimed throughout in the, all world. the world. Throughout the whole world. Wow. Think about that. Paul had not physically visited them yet, but the word that he got back about them was that their faith is having impact all over, over the, the world. world. Okay, I'm going to insert something else here. Christian Faith Baptist Church, your faith is being heard all fill in the blank. Global all impact. All over the world. Mm -hmm. Having a global impact. Having a global impact. impact. Mm -hmm. That's what God, when we talk about making disciples of all nations, having a global impact. And prayerfully, that is what, when people think about we as individuals, but also we as the body of Christ as believers, Christian Faith Baptist Church, that we're having that same kind of desire that our faith can we can be renowned not because of pride, but to bring glory to God that we are about our Father's business, living the life that others are saying your faith is being is known all over the world and maybe it needs to start your faith is being known all around rush street all around hilltop drive 
mm-hmm. all around 27610. All you, you get the picture. So mm-hmm. prayerfully that others are seeing the, the good, good news of Jesus, the life transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your faith is being reported all over the world. So all over the Roman Empire. Remember, Rome was the seat of the Roman Empire. And so as they were going out from Rome and traveling the Roman roads and all over the place, they were talking about, oh, you all should hear about what Mm -hmm. is happening in Rome. Mm -hmm. Folks are getting saved. Folks are Mm -hmm. getting healed. Yeah. Lives are being transformed. They're loving one another. They reach. They, y'all, y'all just need to know. Yes, your faith is being reported all over the world, and so we can pray that, Lord, we Amen. pray that we would have that same kind of impact that the Church of Rome had. Mm-hmm. Not that we want to hold up a banner of Christian faith. We want to hold up the banner of Jesus Christ proclaiming his name Amen. all over the world. And pastor, um, I just like to add that when people hear, if we, you know, base it on our church, when people hear, okay, Christian faith is a loving church or the word begins to spread when people come, then they should be able to witness the genuineness of what they've mm-hmm. already been t- heard of what they've already heard. They should be able to Amen. come and see mm-hmm. that it's genuine. Um, yeah. So I think I, I'm sure that prayer will help any congregation, but it is important that as the word gets out, then we ought to be able to show that genuineness when people do come. Amen. 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 So if this is what you're hearing about, I want to go see, mm-hmm. and when I get there, I should be able to testify, oh yeah, what they say about Christian faith true. is true. Mm-hmm. They are on fire for God. They love the Lord. They're doing the work of ministry. They have a mission's heart. They are being salt and light. It's what you heard is true. And Lord, forgive us where we have fallen short. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Can I say that again? Mm-hmm. Forgive Amen. us, Lord. Amen. Where we have Amen. fallen short. Amen. Amen. Where we have not represented your name. Right. Where people question what are they all about. Yes. Forgive yes. us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. That yes. you may get the glory. Amen. Amen. Don't don't get me started now. See what you did, <laughs> Reverend Krebsat? <laughs> so your faith is being reported all over the world. Then verses 10 through 13, Paul expresses his desire. We started talking about this earlier. Right? We have a few minutes oh, oh, so we can talk about this. He had a desire to go to Rome. Remember I talked about, he actually wanted not only to go to Rome, he wanted to go all the way to Spain, you know, to the ends of the earth, proclaiming the good news. Why? He said, and here's my prayer. Prayer for God's will for a door to be open. Did y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. So there, with just within that phrase, his heart's desire, what is he doing? He's praying. Mm -hmm. God, we're praying our desire. Open up doors. Give us opportunities. Help us to embrace opportunities. Yes. To do the work of ministry. For God, I want to walk in your will. How many of us want to walk in God's will? Everybody. Amen. Amen. Paul's desire is to go to Rome. Pray for God's will to be door to be open. Can I tell you the rest of the story? I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I'm going to tell you the rest of the story. He eventually had to go back to Acts, the latter part of Acts, like ch chapters 26 through 28. He eventually got to Rome. Are you with me? Yes. But how did he get to Rome? As a prisoner. As a prisoner. He went there in chains. Mm hmm as a matter of fact they said don't go to Jerusalem because they're going to try to kill you he appealed to Caesar and they sent him to Rome in chains I'm not saying be careful what you pray for but God answered his prayer just not in the way that probably we would have expected we probably would have said Lord I want to first class airline seat or at least a chariot with cushion in the seat mm -hmm. but that's not how we got there yeah. on right. the way there he was shipwrecked mm -hmm. he was bitten by a snake and they thought mm -hmm. he was wicked that they thought he was going to die he shook mm -hmm. it off Yes. Mm -hmm. so he got to Rome so our journey we would pray <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. We pray for opportunities. Yeah, pray for God's will to be come. done. Mm -hmm. But I want to just kind of tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> that there may be challenges along the way. Along the way. Amen. 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 Y'all saying amen. amen. This is real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's real. So he eventually got to Rome. Just at this point, he had got not gotten there. So I just wanted to kind of peek ahead a little bit that he did get to Rome, but the price that he paid in getting there. And there's a lot of stories of how he was, how he died, whether it was a natural death or whether he was some way. So he got to Rome. He never made it to Spain, but that's okay. Dream big. You may not get to as I say, you may not get to the stars, but you can get at least to the moon. You're on your way. Mm -hmm. Lord, give us, allow us to dream big. Lord, allow us to dream big. And Lord, also to accept the things you put in our path that may be challenging along the way. Yeah. Because Lord, we want Amen. your will to be done in our lives. Amen. And can I can I just can I just go into just one song? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, Pastor, you can go into one song. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> told me yeah. the road would be easy, easy. easy. but yeah. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. So again, he prayed. 
that he'll get to Rome. And he eventually did. And, and what was the reason? It wasn't just again for vacation. It was for the benefit, and there's nothing wrong with vacation, for the benefit of their spiritual growth and mutual encouragement. Mutual encouragement. And that right there, it's, you know, here he is an apostle, but he also has a sense Dang of humility. Mm -hmm. I want to impart to you some spiritual gift, but at the same time, that will be mutually benefited. So I want to teach, but I also want to see you face to face because I want to hear your testimony, how Dang you made it, it over. Yes. I want to hear for myself and see for myself what the Lord. It's he didn't say it like good that. <laughs> oh, that's a good stuff. <laughs> what the Lord is doing and has done. So that his desire is so that I too may reap a harvest. Is that where the expression iron sharpens iron comes from? Well, that. It actually is a, is it a proverb or a clue? The idea, just the idea. Yeah, yes, the application of the idea definitely is there. Mm -hmm. the, the iron sharpening iron, the mutual mm -hmm. encouragement. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to part, impart a gift to you, but at the same time, I will be encouraged of what God is doing. And then I can I can be fired up. I can be uh, renewed in my spirit. Yes, because Thank I'm you. not I'm not in this by myself. It's Amen. a mutual thing. Yes. So we do this in a spirit of humility. And again, the prayer is it, what I want to encourage you. I want to be encouraged, but I also want to reap a harvest. I haven't been there. God has called me. I want to exercise my gifts. He's called me to, be, to preach and proclaim the good news. And I want to reap a harvest. This is what I've seen other places. And I said one song, but I, I have one more. <laughs> Deacon Brown, is it okay? Go yes, ahead. Okay. Yeah, okay. Go Thank ahead. you. <laughs> it is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. So what he did in Philippi, Macedonia, and Corinth, I'm expecting an outpouring. Because God hasn't changed. Amen. He hasn't changed. And I'm a, I want this harvest. And yeah. it's, a, it's an obligation. I'm eager. It's my desire. It's a burden. That's my prayer. I'm going to stop there so we can kind of finish. And we'll kind of pick up verses 16 and 17. Yes, yeah, 16 <laughs> and 17, which is a nice bridge uh verse on verses on next week because again that's a pivotal pivotal verses in terms of mm -hmm. the the layout of the uh, uh the rest of the letter um so we'll we'll stop there uh we'll pick up at verse 16 17 on next week amen amen amen, amen. god is faithful god is good and we love him we're going to take time to uh, pray together this evening, lifting